Hi, and welcome back to The Skin Chat with SD Nona. I am Nona, and I am joined today by my husband. I am Claw of Law Storytime on Instagram and on podcast. <laughs> yes, that is correct. Um, so, uh, I hope you guys enjoyed the last podcast. Uh, today, we are going to talk about hair removal, right? That's right. I don't see how they could not have enjoyed the last podcast. Oh, thanks. <laughs> He's so sweet. Um, okay, so let's just lay it out. What uh, questions do you have for hair removal? So I have uh, four questions, and the four questions deal with uh, products to remove hair. Mm -hmm. There's four products I know of that remove hair. Okay. And that is shaving. Okay. Nair, <laughs> or, you know, liquid hair removal. Uh-huh. There's another one, right? Other than there, there's um, like uh, Venus or something like that. You're close. It's called Beat, but yes. Beat. Beat. Beat for your feet and your everywhere else. Uh-huh. Those are called depilatory agents. Okay. So I have uh, shaving depilatory agents. And then the two waxing forms are hard wax and soft wax. Correct. And I feel like I might be a little bit of an expert here. Oh, please do tell. I have experienced all four. Have you? I yes, have. I guess you have. I have. Uh, mostly on chest, but definitely waxing of both types on my back. Yes, that is true. I have I have uh, waxed your back multiple times using both. Grr, I'm a bear. A little bit of a bear. <laughs> what um do you prefer the hard wax or the soft wax? I prefer the soft wax. I think the hard wax is more painful than the soft wax. But that's just on on the back. Um, what did you feel about getting your chest waxed? I've never had my chest waxed, but I have that's narrowed not it. True. Oh no! Did you wax I have my waxed chest? your chest? You don't remember? I don't remember. <laughs> it was only once. So I, I guess that answers that question. <laughs> yeah, I've shaved and I'm, I've nared my chest multiple times. And I can say nair is is pretty painful. Uh-huh. Yes. Well, it is chemical. So, okay. Well, um, so I'm going to talk about all the different kinds of hair removal. Um, a few things that kind of help with the success of hair removal and help it to last a little bit longer and also some of the the things some of the risks involved with certain types of hair removals so um i guess the first thing we can talk about uh let's go ahead and get it out of the way we can talk about the depilatory so which you re have referred to as near or veet or basically a cream that you apply and it basically dissolves the hair and you Rinse it or wipe it away. You can't rinse it. I I will say 100% fact that you have to have something to wipe it away. Well, there are some formulas now that are meant to be used in the shower that can be rinsed away. Oh, well, Nair for but, Men is not one of them. <laughs> but basically, a depilatory is a substance uh, that has a caustic alkali chemical reaction type thing where it basically dissolves the hair... Um, and then it's, it's wiped away and then you're left with smooth skin. The downside to that is that, uh, allergic reactions are a big issue with that. And with those, I know that I was always left with 
probably an allergic reaction, red bumps. Mm-hmm. Do, do those dissolve the follicle or just the hair outside the skin? <laughs> um, while it can dissolve the whole... Oh, no, I think I missed up my toe. Sorry. Um, <laughs> Not your toe. <laughs> well, I just painted my toes, okay? <laughs> um, so they can dissolve some of the root system, but that's also where the uh, reactions come in because if it is absorbed into the follicle, um, that's where a lot of the irritation can come from. So it, it can, but really it's meant to dissolve on top of the skin and what you got what you got so i heard you say um before we get into the difollicles mm -hmm. yes that's not what they're called the uh dementias <laughs> what are they called the hair follicle no no the name of the product oh depilatory depilatories before we get into the depilatories mm-hmm why don't you tell everybody why you were doing your toes? What do you mean, why? Weren't we doing something this weekend? Oh, right. Well, I mean, yeah, we we're planning on going to the beach. So I just thought should make my nails look pretty for the beach. Yeah. Because, you know, that's what everybody does. Sunshine and pretty nails. Someone else had their nails done. Oh, yeah, that's true. I also, um, I also did your toenails last night. Um I did a, a little pedicure on, on your feet, which were definitely needed. They were needed. But there was also another procedure you performed on me that kind of led to this topic. Yeah, I also waxed your back last night. That's right. Yeah. Um. So we have... Okay, I'm sorry. Back to deflatories. <laughs> So there's two different types. There's two categories that hair removal is broken up into. So depilation um, is shaving and depilatories kind of fall into that category as well. So um, let's talk about shaving for a moment. So you shave quite a bit because as you described yourself, you're kind of a bear. Um, do you Do you find that shaving is more convenient for you because you don't have to wait so long um, for it to grow out? Or how do you feel about it? Uh, I, I think shaving for me is probably the least convenient. Mm -hmm. And it's it's almost, it has to become a daily ritual. Yeah. But it's something I can do without other people's involvement. Right, yeah. So, I mean, there is that. Um, it can be done on your own and... You know, if you're in a pinch, but you would prefer to let it grow long enough that it can be waxed. Absolutely. Yeah. So <clears throat> the biggest thing between shaving and waxing is, of course, how quickly the hair comes back. And after waxing the hair, can, some areas, the hair can come back a little bit quicker. Um, and the reason for that is because of the hair growth cycle. And I'll get back to that in just a second. Um, but as far as shaving, all shaving is doing is cutting that hair in half. And it's usually on an angle because, you know, that's how we hold the, the razor at an angle. Um, so it's cutting that hair shaft in half right next to the skin. You know, so 
you have you're left with smooth skin but then within a day or so um you know maybe a couple days for some people um you'll start to feel that little prickly feeling again and it's not it's all the reason that it feels thicker it feels coarser is because it's been it's been cut in half so the remaining part of that hair that was already growing is making its way out so it it's you're feeling that other half grow out that's why it feels harder um feels stronger feels thicker so are you saying that when i shave my beard you know the old adage is shave it and it'll get thicker you're saying that's not necessarily true it's your perception Right. And um, as that hair continues to grow, depending on what phase it's in, it'll either fall out or it'll continue to grow longer and it'll soften up because it's had that time to grow. Hair does fall out naturally. You know, that's part of our shedding process. So that's part of um, the hair cycle that I'll, I'll talk about in just a sec. But yeah, so there's that whole myth of like shaving and waxing will make your hair grow back will grow back thicker, and that's not the case. The hair will grow back the same way that it was when you shaved it or waxed it, uh, or waxing not so much, um, but when you shave it, it'll grow back the exact same as when you shaved it before. It just, because it's the other half of that hair growing out, it feels like it's thicker and harder. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. Here's the question I have that you may or may not be able to answer. Why does Nair or V or any um, dialect system mm. <laughs> depilation? Depilation. Uh huh. Why does any stipulation burn <laughs> so bad when you apply it? <laughs> because it is literally a chemical that you're putting on your skin. It's literally it's a caustic chemical that you're putting on your on your skin, and you have to let it sit for what I don't know. Uh, Ten to fifteen 10 minutes. Ten to fifteen. Yeah, I mean I don't use it. I've used it once, and I will never use it again. Um, so I mean, it, it, having something that uh, chemically reactive sitting on your skin for that length of time, of course, it's going to irritate your skin. Now I I might be you've only used it once. I might be the expert here on this one. Yeah. Um, <laughs> In my experience, the best way to deal with the burn is to jump up and down and yell and curse a lot. Oh, yeah. That's that's exactly the right way to do that. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, why do I want to be so pretty? No. Um, but it's, I'm glad that you brought that up, though, because if you're doing that at home and that happens to you, um, if you are particularly sensitive skin um, and you try to do something like this, you will most likely have some sort of irritation. Um, so what will happen is you would want to remove the product. And then um, use a baking soda and water mixture. Not necessarily a paste, but almost. Like You want to be able to to spread it pretty well. Um, Let that baking soda and water sit for a few minutes. Remove it. If you're still feeling really irritated, really warm, um, like kind of itchy or tingly, put a little bit more on and keep doing that process until it's gone. And then from there, you can just use aloe to soothe the skin. So baking soda neutralizes. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I, I had I'm glad feeling. you brought that up because I didn't even think about that. <clears throat> Um, so yeah, th- so those are the two different types of depilation. Um, so shaving as well as depilatories, which are the chemical type um, of hair removal. Uh, now the n- the 
next method is epilation and or the next category at least is is epilation and what comes into play here is tweezing waxing and threading okay epilation that's that sounds like physically removing the hair you're absolutely right so tweezing you're pulling that hair out you know usually it's individually um hopefully you're not just going in and grabbing a bunch of hairs all at one time with tweezers because that would really hurt um but it's pulling it out completely by the root threading is the same uh kind of it's the same ideal um but instead of tweezers or some sort of mechanical device they're using a piece of thread literally um and basically the way that they tie it and the way that they move it around it in case it uh kind of loops itself over the hair and just pulls it out like like a tweezer would that is super interesting. It is a, a fantastic method. It is an awesome thing. Um, I've had it done. I have uh, tried it. I have practiced it. Um, it is challenging for sure to to get the um, shaping right. is very challenging. So kudos to the ladies that are doing this all day or or guys. Um, but I prefer waxing. That's my method. So awesome. Okay, so. You can shave at home, but it, it makes that hair yeah. not quite as thick, and it gives that illusion no. of thickness. It doesn't mm-hmm. last as long. Mm-hmm. Nair causes irritation. It can. And it, it burns. Mm-hmm. So why would why should I go see someone to wax my back? What is the benefit versus the, the home remedies? So while shave, uh, shaving at home is, is faster for a lot of people because they can just do it in the shower real quick and they're good to go. Um, I mean, obviously, depending on the area, your back is going to be a little bit more difficult, but, you know, versus like legs or other intimate areas. Um, the reason waxing is is better all around, in my opinion, I'm a waxer, so I'm a little biased. Um, but basically, because you are picking that hair up and pulling it out by the root, that um, hair growth cycle has has to start over because there's, you know, it's been removed. So while it is growing out and that cycle has started over, it it feels softer. Now, it's still going to be the same type of hair that was there before. If it's already a coarse hair that's growing there and you remove it and it starts growing back, it's still going to be a coarse hair. But because it's started fresh it feels softer. Um, the potential for what uh, is usually retu- referred to as razor burn is pretty much eliminated with waxing. Now, some people can still have irritations with waxing, as with anything, um, but it's much, much more minimized. Um, very, very low risk with that, especially if you have a good waxer. That's really the important part there Um, i have one (laughs) all things um so so it does help the hair to to come back feeling softer it does exfoliate the skin which shaving does as well but waxing does exfoliate the skin while it's pulling the root out so you not only is your skin going to become softer the hair is going to feel softer as it's coming out i had no idea about that (laughs) both exfoliate Uh uh-huh yes I, that That is surprising news to me. Yeah. I, I would have thought shaving would do the opposite of exfoliation. What do you mean by opposite? 
I thought it would do more damage than than exfoliate. No, well, no, no. Um, it's, uh, but again, to that would come down to user, um, and if they are doing possibly uh, incorrectly, holding it incorrectly, using the wrong type of products with it, dry shaving, those things can be very problematic. Um, but in general, yes, it does exfoliate the skin. That's interesting. Yeah, yeah. Ingrown hairs is a big issue, and a lot of people see much more reduction in ingrown hairs doing waxing procedures than they do with shaving because of the fact that it's cut in half, and if you have curly hair, it's going to kind of curl back up as it's growing, and it could curl back and go back into the skin. So there are definitely pros. There are definitely cons to each side. Don't get me wrong. Um, everybody's different. Everybody has their preference. I like I like waxing. And, and you like waxing. I do um, like waxing. I can say that there is almost... It hurts. I mean, it, it definitely hurts. You're well, yes, it out. is not the nicest feeling in the world. I mean, it, it's, it's just not. It's not going to be a comfortable service. Um, but we try. If you have a good uh, service provider, they're going to try to make you feel comfortable. They're going to try to to lower the the possibility of the pain for you. Um, but you just have to to know that it's not going to be comfortable. But it's not going to it's not going to be the most painful thing you've ever experienced either. Like it's it's not that bad. That's true. And what I'm saying, uh, I only have back waxes to go on, so this is only for a very limited group. Yeah, right. They can also identify with this, but the when the hot wax goes on and (laughs) and you get it ripped out, hot wax. (laughs) Sorry, it's almost like the best back scratch you've ever had in your life. Interesting. Yeah, it it just every itch you have because all that hair is removed. It's just Ah. gone. It just it feels so good. I can definitely see. Yeah, I can definitely see why you would say that because you are always. (laughs) The skin on your back is always itchy. Um, so I can see why that would feel good for you. I've never had my back wax, so I can't relate. God, you would love it. <laughs> um, so, but yeah, so there. those are the different types of hair removal. Um, so, of course, so we do have the, so shaving, uh, chemical creams. Um, we have tweezing, threading, uh, waxing. Sugaring is also one that's very similar to waxing. Um, I am not a sugarist. I don't, I've not really done it. I've not really been trained in it. So I can't really speak too much for how it feels, um, how it applies, how you go through that. But essentially when you get down to the nitty gritty of it, it's, it's the same kind of process as waxing. It's just a different type of product. It's like a honey kind of thing, right? Yeah, it's like a sugar and honey. Well, obviously sugaring. <laughs> so, yeah, it's like sugar and honey. Um, but there are different products. There are different formulations. You know, there's there's a lot of different things that go into that. Um, and as far as waxing goes, there's two different types in general. Again, lots of different products, lots of formulations. Um, but in general, getting down to the bottom line, there's soft wax and there's hard wax. And what's the difference? Um, the difference being... Hard wax is more resin-based formula. So basically, you apply the the hard wax. It dries by itself, and you pull it off by itself. You do not need a strip to go over it. 
it's really, really, really good for coarse hair. So we use it a lot for like bikini line, resilience, things like that. And and just to reiterate what you said, the hard wax, you put a little lip on and you pull that wax out with the wax. Mm-hmm. Yes, there's no strip. You put it on, you let it dry, uh, and then you pull that wax away. No strip. Whereas soft wax... There's different formulations of it as well, um, but generally it is uh, a very, very spreadable, uh, very uh, malleable type of product. It's usually some sort of uh, cream type base that's going to be spreadable, whereas the hard wax is more resin based. Um, If I'm making any sense, I hope I am. (laughs) So much sense. I've never heard Um, more sense. uh, (laughs) 50 cents. (laughs) So soft wax is um, much more spreadable. You can use it in larger areas. So we use it a lot for uh, like leg waxing, back waxing, um, arms, facial waxing. So eyebrows and lips um, because it's much more easy to spread. But it does require a strip. So you do not let it dry on the skin. Um, It can dry, but that just makes it way harder to remove. So you apply it, put the strip on, pull it away. And uh, (laughs) I know with the, is there anywhere that a hard wax can't go? No, you can use hard work. You can use hard wax anywhere, but it works best for coarse hair. And soft wax works best for finer hair. When you were talking about the easy spreadability, I I, I really thought you were going to say soft wax takes longer. But it it sounds to me like hard wax is is shorter. But I know, for me personally, it hurts a lot more for Mm -hmm. the hard wax. Yeah. Um, It's very particular when you're using hard wax, uh, the way that you apply it. Um, and the, uh, the portion in which you, like you said, create that lip where you can pick it up. Um, and, uh, to be honest, I was a little mad at you the last time I used hard wax, so I may have done that on purpose. Sorry. That's diabolical. (laughs) I would only ever do that to him, guys. I would never do that to a client. Um, basically I just, like you, you don't want to end your wax strip in a gr- in a cluster of hair because that's going to hurt a lot worse. You want to end it on a, in an area that doesn't have any hair. That way, you can just pick it straight up. Sorry, babe, I love you. And so the <laughs> the knife pricks that you were throwing in there was that part <laughs> of the waxing, or was that just because you were angry at me? <laughs> we will never know. <laughs> um. Now, every uh, every technician is going to use a different method. Um, like I said, I, I like soft wax. And um, you can use soft wax anywhere on the body. You can use soft wax for any area. But there are areas where it is so much easier to use the different waxes. So, um, I like soft wax for facials for facial waxing and I like hard wax for body waxing except for the legs because good lord you can't oh it takes so long to do hard wax on legs um soft wax is much faster and there is actually a term called speed waxing that you can implement that but you it's better to use uh, soft wax with and that's an olympic sport it should be it really really should be fellow estes 
I don't know how you do it all day long where waxing is just the only thing that you do. Whew, I feel for you guys. Um, I don't do wa like just waxing, but I do a fair amount. Um, and speed waxing is, whew, it's, it's tough. So in, in, and kind of starting to wrap this up. Mm hmm. What would you say to someone who is like, I'm never going to a professional to get this hair removed? Mm -hmm. What What would your words be to that person who who is under who who might be a little uncomfortable going to get their bikini waxed? What I would What I would say is is don't be afraid. It I know a lot of times, and even you brought it up was uh, how it feels, um, and that to you sometimes it hurt and a lot of people kind of over uh what is like exaggerate how it really feels um like I said it's not super comfortable but it is not as bad as you think it's gonna be um especially if you have a good technician so what I mean by that is you know you may have to go to a few different people or you know find recommendations from people close to you of someone local that you can go to um ask questions don't be afraid to ask them what they're going to do when they're going to do it you know how they're how they're going to handle a situation like a per a per particular area or something don't be afraid to ask questions don't be afraid of the surface itself if you want it gone try it if you don't love it that's that's okay <laughs> <laughs> but I definitely recommend that everybody should at least try it. So, uh, in a follow-up question, can you briefly explain the process? I think it's a four-step process. Mm -hmm. Well, um, actually, <laughs> I did say a couple of times that I was going to talk about the, the hair growth cycle, and that kind of will go into what you were just asking. Um, <clears throat> so, as with everything, uh, our hair has a cycle that it's on. Um just, I mean, our skin, our skin cells have a different, you know, cycles that they're on. Um, our bodies have different cycles. Yay. Um, so when your hair first starts to grow and starts to come out of that follicle, it, it usually feels pretty soft. But depending on the area, it may be a, a coarse hair, so it's dark, thick, and hard. Or it could be fine hair, which is, you can't really see it. Sometimes you can feel it, but it's really thin, really light. Um, I like to do waxing because, like I said, it pulls it out by the root. But what we have to remember is because the hair is on different cycles, just because you're pulling it out by the root doesn't mean that there's not one directly behind it. Or that particular hair was already dead it was stuck we pulled it out and that new one is right behind it on its way up so what what no, i was just gonna say it makes sense yeah so even if you are getting a wax it we always suggest that you do it in a um on a regular basis you know start going every few weeks and get on a, a, a routine because after that first wax and you remove all the hair it's not going to stay like that for weeks on end how many weeks <laughs> so after the first wax to be honest most people will start to see maybe 
maybe about 10 to 15 percent growth coming back within a week. And the reason for that is because those hairs were on a different growth cycle. So over the next three weeks, so we say about four weeks in between. So over the next three weeks, all the rest of that hair is going to continue to grow. And it's all going to come back out and be long enough that it can be waxed again. And then the next time you have it waxed and you have it all removed, the amount of time between when those, when the first amount, you know, first new hairs start to come out is going to be even longer because you're starting to get them on their routine. And then eventually after four weeks, you do it again. And, it, and after so long, all of the hair becomes on the same cycle. And then, and then you can go full weeks without any hair. But everybody's different. Everybody's growth cycle is different. Everybody, the speed at which their hair grows is different. Um, so there's a lot of different variables there. But that's something that I always tell people to remember. That within about a week or two, you're probably going to see new hair starting to come through. Because that's fresh new hair that was already on its way out. And it wasn't able to be picked up by the wax. It's perfectly normal. It doesn't mean that the technician didn't do it right. It just means that that's just how your hair is growing. Well, I think that was super informative. That's <laughs> something I, I never would have thought of, is is the hair cycle coming back at a certain routine. And if you're not matching the hair cycle, then of course it's going to come back. Mm-hmm, exactly. Um, that's why shaving... So shaving in between waxing services makes it that much harder um, because it it's not only cutting that hair in half again, but it's also interfering with the cycle that you're trying to get on. Um, so we definitely recommend not shaving in between waxing appointments. Um, if you're going to continue to just shave strictly, um, just kind of keep that in mind that eventually, you know, hairs are just gonna keep growing back and they're gonna be harder and they're gonna be coarser or that at least they're gonna feel that way it doesn't necessarily mean that that's what they are going to be um I think that makes it sometimes I ramble and I can't tell if I'm making sense um but your last question was about the steps of waxing please clarify that for me again so there there in, in my opinion and this is all face down (laughs) <laughs> right, yeah, because uh, I have to do your back. There's the four steps, mm-hmm. and it's it's baby powder. Mm-hmm. Well, it's, first it's first we clean the skin. So I use a product that cleans the skin, removes any excess oil, dirt, sweat, anything like that. And then if you're particularly sweaty, or if I didn't do a good enough job removing... I'm not. <laughs> or if I didn't... <laughs> did a good enough job removing that product, then I would put a light layer of powder. Um, and then... Maybe I am. <laughs> it depends. And every day is different. Um, sometimes I'll see people that are really, really sweaty, and then the next time they're not. It just... It, it depends. Um, but powder is not absolutely a, ne- a necessary step. A lot of people like to use it um, because it creates that barrier between the skin and the wax. But it also absorbs excess oil so that the wax is able to adhere better to the hair. Um, I prefer to use just a really light oil 
that's my preference. But if somebody's getting kind of sweaty, you know, powder is always a good thing to have on hand. So then you would do the, so you would cleanse, you would either powder or oil, make sure it's not too, too much product. Um, and then apply the wax. You would either allow it to dry if it's hard wax, or you would put your strip down on the soft wax and then you would remove it. Once you're all done, you would want to put some sort of cooling, soothing product. That's my favorite part. Absolutely. That's the best part of any waxing service. Okay. Um, you you do several waxing services. I know for a bag it takes about 20, 30 minutes. Um, for someone who's not done it before, uh, just quickly, how how long does it take for these different services? Like a... Like a eyebrow or a lip or a bikini or a brazilian okay well yeah um in in general um some people will take a little bit longer if their hair is a lot more coarse but in general eyebrows or mostly any facial waxing is going to take about 10 minutes um back waxing like i said about 10 or about 20 to 30 depending on um the amount of hair Bikinis and Brazilian. Bikini would take about 10 minutes. Brazilian would take about, probably about 30, um, 20 to 30. Uh, and legs, le- <laughs> because there's so much area on legs, they usually take about 30 to 40 minutes, depending. This yeah. has been super informative. I hope so. I, I, I think that so far, mm. I mean, this is two. Yeah. But I think this is our best podcast. Um, is so there, yeah. is there anything you want to say wrapping up? Um, just to to wrap up, so I just want to remind um, everybody about uh, pre and post hair removal, just real quick. So the best things I can tell people to remember: um, exfoliate. So exfoliate the day before you're going to have a wax. Um, exfoliate right before you're going to shave. Okay, tell me, tell me how to do that. So you would want to use a body scrub. Um, I like to use either a uh, salt scrub or a sugar scrub. Everybody's different. just depends on what you prefer. I like the salt scrub. Um, I have a little bit more oily skin in general, so it Th- helps. They're both pretty tasty, though. <laughs> they're both delicious. Um, but yeah, you would just kind of buff the skin. You can use a cloth or some sort of scrub, um, just exfoliate that area. Um, and the, what the reason for that is to remove any top layer of dead skin. That way the hair is more exposed and it's easier to remove. And then you'll get additional exfoliation with the process, um, of the hair removal. Um, so exfoliate. So after waxing, after shaving, you can moisturize and be done and and it's all good. There's no big deal there. Um, after waxing, you want to be sure to, uh, avoid strenuous activities that are going to make you sweat, uh, avoid swimming, avoid hot showers or baths and avoid anything that any products that are heavily dyed or heavily scented because as you, I heard that waxing is pulling that hair out by the follicle. That means that your follicle is now open and anything can get in there. So you just want to be careful um, if sweat and other bacteria get into those follicles over um, the 24-hour period after you've uh, been waxed. It can cause ingrown hair or, you know, 
um, irritation in those follicles, you can start to have like irritated bumps, things like that. So again, no swimming, no sex, no strenuous activities where you're going to be sweating a lot. Um, you know, all those things are just good to just keep any potential for irritation or infection away from that area. For how long? For at least 24 hours. At least. I recommend about 48, but that's just me. That sounds great. Mm-hmm. Okay, so just to recap, yeah. this, this is what I got. Mm-hmm. Uh, of the of the five methods, sugaring is N.A. We're just going to throw sugar yeah, in. Yeah, I'm not super experienced with that, so I can't really speak too much. So then we're going um, from worst to first. Okay. We're saying fourth is Nair. Okay. Third is hard wax. Okay. Two is shaving. But number one overall would be soft wax from a licensed esthetician. In my opinion. Well. To me. It's your podcast. Yeah. To me, I like soft wax more than any of the other options. Um, I do like hard wax, though. So, like, it just depends on the area. And uh, there are a lot of SDs out there that just use hard wax. We'll see. It, and if, that's great. That's amazing. If it was my, if it was mine, it would, um, and this is, this is for, you know, backs, but for me, it would be um, soft wax is probably a hundred. <laughs> and then, no, I'm sorry, hard wax would be a, around a hundred. And then Nair would probably be 99. And then uh, number two is shaving and or probably number uh, 48 is shaving and the number one <laughs> is soft wax. Wow, that is a huge range. Yeah, it's just I wanted to illustrate how far... Yeah, like, I get it. You dislike it. To, to me, um, uh, a soft back wax is is closest to heaven that I've ever been. And oh I don't want to go home right now. You are ridiculous. That's uh, the you Goo Dolls. You are ridiculous. Oh my gosh. So yes, in my opinion, that's what I like to work with. That's what I like used on me. Um, But everybody has a difference. So I encourage you to uh, seek out a local esthetician um, and try it at least for the first time. You know, give it a shot and see if you like it. Um, I bet you will, but it's all preference. So where can people reach you when they want to yell at you for how bad that their Brazilian hurt? (laughs) <laughs> well, good luck with that. Um, but my Instagram handle is at SDNona, E-S-T-Y-N-O-N-A. Um, and that's it. I'm on Facebook, too, but I'm more active on Instagram. Thank you so much for sharing. Thank of you course. so much for listening. Yeah. Thank and you. Any last words? I think we covered everything, I hope. Thank you for tuning in. Yeah. <laughs> Just a reminder. You need a facial.